Hey Rams, welcome back. It's your host, Natalie. We're back with the Eco Fashion Podcast. We hope everyone has been having a good semester so far. It was so nice to see everyone at the meeting and we're excited to keep seeing y'all come to the meetings and just be able to do fun activities, even though everything's um, obviously still virtual. We still wanna be able to get some good stuff out for you guys and just be able to also create a space where um, people can be able to connect with each other and not feel so isolated since everyone's at home with um, for the pandemic. And just a reminder, we are having our Madam CJ Walker movie nights every Thursday. So make sure to check out the Instagram so you can get the link and just stay updated about eco fashion, everything that we have going on. And today I'm very excited to announce we are here with a guest speaker again. We have Sean from Workshop RVA. So Sean, if you just want to introduce yourself to the listeners and just explain um, about yourself and Workshop RVA, and we can just go from there. All right, all right. Thank you very much. Hello, VCU Ram family. Um, I'm an alumni myself. Um, I graduated back in 2011 in business, um, and then I graduated again in psychology. So I mixed business and psychology to try to figure out how we can turn our passions into profit to reduce the symptoms of everyday society. <laughs> um, so our program started off as um, the Young Business Builders Program. And a lot of our, you know, college student, you know, friends, we were going out and being peer mentors and mentoring kids um, and mental health agencies and schools. Um, and then that became the Young Business Builders program where the parents got involved too and um, tried to turn their passions into profit as well, along with the kids and the university students being the peer mentors to facilitate it. Um, so that just continued to grow. And we started doing a bunch of fashion shows and created a bunch of businesses. And then a workshop came about to be the physical representation of a location that could host all these growing businesses and small businesses that are starting up and trying to scale uh, while they have a network of resources and opportunities to collaborate and grow together. Um, so workshop is a co-living co-working, co-retail space. It has apartments on top um, for classes and, you know, co-living space, um, private office space. And then downstairs, there's um, co-retail space and pop-up space uh, for everybody to share. There's also private booths um, downstairs as well for people that, you know, need private office spaces or private consultation space. Um, and from there, we just pretty much grow our network and allow all of our members to let us know what type of positions they need to grow their business. And then we allow the different interns that are looking for experience, the opportunity to work with our members and grow their experience. Um, so that's a little bit about Engage and the Young Business Builders Program and Workshop RVA. That's awesome. What kind of, how did you get started with wanting to really build a community-based um, like store and business like this? Like, was there something in your life when you were growing up or was it just going through um, BCU and just being in the city and seeing that kind of need or was that something that you kind of always thought that you wanted to do in your life? It was definitely something that um, 
you know, grew from life circumstances, like you said. Um, I became a young father um, at 19, and I was still in college my sophomore year, sophomore summer, going into junior year. And um, I pretty much had to make a decision. I was undeclared at the time. So I picked business as a major um, because it's pretty general. I know I'll be able to get a multitude of jobs um, to provide for my family. And during my senior year, I got an internship with the Virginia Department of Health. They were starting a Richmond Family and Fatherhood Initiative. So ideally for me, it felt perfect to learn how to be a, a young father while helping others do the same before I graduate. I so, love that. Yeah, so that was kind of the start of it all. And that's where we started to mentor and tutor the kids in different areas about boyhood to manhood, fatherhood. And I was just bringing a bunch of college students with me. So I became like an intern with interns. And, um, you know, that that passion kind of just, you know, re-sprouted from there. Um, if I flash back to about, you know, 10 years old, my mother was a foster parent. So I had about 10 to 12 foster brothers and sisters from 10 years old until I left to go to college. So that also played a big impact in um, wanting to always help those in scenarios like that, you know. Cool. And when, since everyone, you know, is dealing with the pandemic and everyone has to feel isolated what kind of what things has workshop been doing to you know still be able to um put out that people have people in the community that are wanting to support them and that will be there for them how important has that been for you now since everyone has been dealing with the isolation and everything because of COVID-19 yeah that's been really really important like very major um most people need, you know, some help. Some people need some assistance. So um, we're trying to make sure that people know that we're here to help and that we have, you know, a network of resources that can help too. So, you know, that's been very big during this time. A lot of people have called us for different, you know, consultations and um, people have called for, you know, you know partnership um, to scale their businesses. There's been a few different um, youth programs that have reached out to us because kids aren't in school. Um, so it's, it's been a really trying transition, I should say. Um, but it's, it's, it's definitely what we're about. So we're here to help for sure. And every, you know, you hear everything um, now with everyone saying, you know, support your local business, you know, shop small instead of shopping big since, you know, everything, since everything with money has just been so tight from everyone being able, everyone having to be laid off from their jobs and being furloughed and everything. So how have you tried to push shopping lo locally and shopping from a community-based store like yours versus, you know, going to Target or going on to Amazon? And how, how do you want that to continue even when people don't have to be staying at home in the pandemic anymore? Oh uh, yeah, we definitely been encouraging um, our pop-ups. So every Friday we have our um, pop-up gift shop where we feature a bunch of uh, vendors from our members network and you know encourage people to come and shop with those vendors uh, to support the local ecosystem 
Um, that's one of our main pushes. Like our whole platform is really just about um, helping the sales of our members. Um, so we really, really encourage more members to bring their clientele so that they can get introduced to new, you know, members and vendors as well. Everybody's like collaborating even with the clientele. You know, it's it's usually a mind frame of competition when you think about business and everybody trying not to share their clients or resources. Um, but we kind of try to shift that mind frame and allow everybody the opportunity to feel safe with, with sharing and collaborating um, to grow together. And what kind of um, activities do you guys do for youth programs or just various um, things that you can bring the community into workshop? Yeah, so our Young Business Builders program is our biggest uh, youth staple. Um, we do it at least, I think, about three times a year. We maybe more, just depends on the request. Um, but it's a 12-week program. Um, and we host it at different locations usually. The next session, we're gonna host it at workshop. Um, and it should be starting in March. Um, so I'll give you a update on that. But um, we're aiming to have that run on Sundays from 10 to two starting off. Um, so if you or any of you, know, you guys wanna to volunteer to participate, uh, to work with the youth, that'd be awesome. Um, we also have our, um, you know, pop-up gift shop, like I was uh, explaining to you, where um, you guys, the BCU Eco Fashion Org, have a vendor slot where you get to utilize our clothing donations to resell and raise money for your org and for the Young Business Builders Program in support of our eco-friendly fundraiser. Um, so those are some of the main things that I think are great um, participatory, you know, opportunities. So I think that if you guys could help with the Young Business Builders Program, and you know any students out there that you know want to give back, it could be virtual as well. I know a lot of people aren't on campus, um, so virtually you could definitely participate and assist and be a peer mentor. Um, you could also virtually assist with the um, eco-friendly fundraiser with the clothing drive and help with posting and selling the clothes online even. Um, so I want to just give you guys a you know, a light bulb to just generate as many ideas as you can for us to be eco-friendly and raising money to keep giving back to this ecosystem. Um, so yeah, I really, really appreciate it. Yeah, and we appreciate you for letting us have the booth, like you were saying. And, you know, I think it's so good that we are pairing with someone in the community because I think with eco fashion as an org, but also just eco fashion in general with um, people not wasting clothing as much and just putting it into landfills, but you know, having a spot in the community where we can go and sell and give back to, you know, just where we all are going to college right now, even if we don't, even if we aren't from here and we're only gonna be here for four years, five years, whatever it may be, I think just giving back to the community anytime is just so great. And it's just so awesome that you're doing something like this and just had that vision to wanna start that. And- Definitely appreciate that. Yeah, of course. And so with, you know, giving back to the community and having this eco, um, you know, fundraiser that you're doing, what other kind of things do you think that 
workshop or just the city of Richmond could be doing just to promote better um, eco-friendly things, you know, whether it be with community gardens or like um, making sure that the water in the James is always being clean and just so that, you know, people in in Richmond can feel that they are being eco-friendly and that the community is wanting to support moves like that. Yeah, it's interesting you say that. Um, I'm going to give you, I guess, a little sneak peek right now. Um, we're, we're working on eco-villages. Um, so with our eco-friendly fundraiser, we're working on acquiring land and we have a team of designers and builders. And then we'll just need to go and find investors and developers to purchase the designs and build them on the land. Um, so the eco-village structure will be similar to workshop. It'll have a co-living, co-working, co-retail environment for the facilities. It'll have solar on the top. It'll have a water filtration systems, indoor farming systems. Um, and so the mentality is to get as many college students as we can that are on this wave of, you know, eco um, development and do all the research we can to get the land development grants, do all the research we can to make sure we have all the eco-friendly products, you know, available and resources available, partner, partners available. Um, do all the research you can to build more designs. Um, any engineers out there can get hands-on and learn from our class A contractors and um, designers and architects. So just want people to get, you know, their hands dirty with, you know, trying to save the planet, you know. Um, but that's our next big eco push. We're trying to design eco villages and we may be starting um, as far as United States is concerned, we may be starting in Petersburg, um, but we have already started in Africa, in Cameroon, Africa. So um, when it comes to the international piece, we have Cameroon, Africa, New Guinea, West Africa, Ghana, um, and Kenya. Um, so, and, 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 and some land in Paris as well um, from our connect in Cameroon. So, you know, those are big things and overseas things, long-term things, but opportunities nonetheless for everyone to be involved. Yeah, that's insane that you guys are just, you know, sprouting up in so many different places. And I think that that's so cool that you are, you know, doing things in Africa and Paris and just really utilizing connections that you have and also just continuing the same, you know, the same, slogan if, if you will of just having it really be you know giving back to the community and you know putting out good to the community instead of just not having you know not showing the support that people obviously need during you know just so many different things that the world is facing I just think that right. that's amazing that you're doing all of this really appreciate it definitely definitely and what kind of things like would you want to do with you know going into because I know you're hoping to get the um, village started in Petersburg um, but what else would you want to do within um, the United States I know I'm here in northern Virginia so you know is there any plans of expanding up here and, or possibly you know the west coast or somewhere else that is you know kind of already starting to get onto 
the wave of being sustainable and just noticing that if we don't start taking care of the earth now, then it's just going to keep going downhill from here. Yes, this is very, very true. We um, have definitely been working on expansion here in um, the United States. We've uh, actually expanded out to California, but it's kind of tough during COVID. But the Chino Hills, California area was getting pretty interested in our eco-village designs. Um, other than that, I think that we're not really limited on where we can expand. Um, it's kind of like a checklist at this point. Um, all of us, you know, that are participating and helping can take this process of the checklist and go down, you know, and see what land we all can find in our heritage. You know, so like that's one of the first steps, just going down our family tree to see who we are and where we come from and what land is available to us um, as the first step. And then when we go from there, we identify what that land ownership looks like to have access to do these plans. You know, and then we would get the deeds, get the measurements, and then put the designs to specifics based on those measurements and those deeds. Um, and then put the build team together, talk to the city about any approvals of the designs and the plans based on the ownership of the land, and then find the investors. Um, so that process is like that, that's the checklist. So if everyone wants to help, you can do this in any area. You know, we just gotta follow that checklist and use our resource, you know, resource list of people our growing resource list of people, there'll always be more. Um, and utilize that that resource list to start, you know, developing these eco-villages on the land um, and providing, you know, multi-use multi for the land so that there's still growth space on the land. There's still, you know, solar energy, you know, being used on the land. There's still housing on the land. There's still co commerce, retail on the land. There's still education on the land, you know, all on the same land. Um, so, that's the perspective and I think that that's the best way the easiest way I could say to wrap your mind around how everyone can help yes it definitely just takes one person to really want to make and start the change and just finding those other people within you know whether it be your friends or your family or people that you've met from different parts of your life that you know have the same want and vision of the planet and of community-based things like what you're doing with with workshop and you know I think just more people hearing about you and hearing about what you're doing is definitely going to keep the chain going and finding more um, land and more opportunity to grow workshop within different parts of the U.S. or the world like you've already done. Yeah, I really, really appreciate that. And we're, we're very collaborative. So like workshop can be duplicated inside of another business. Um, like Capital One has Capital One cafes. You know, I don't know if you've seen those. We would love to collaborate with Capital One cafe slash workshop so that we can have that environment mesh together. Um, there's Gather, there's WeWork, there's 
so many co-working spaces that um, don't have the co-living aspect or don't have the community aspect or the youth programming aspect. We would love to collaborate with all of them, you know, to make sure that this this mentality of this, you know, ecosystem is is shared. You know, so just keep that all in mind. You know, if if people make those connections and lock in those kind of contracts, that's how we are able to pay each other. You know, we're we're a referral residual based income structure. No one's an employee. Everyone's 1099 general contractors growing their own businesses. You know, when you refer a new member, you make residual income from their membership that you referred every month so that your income just continues to grow. Um, we're really just trying to shift the the mentality of, you know, life, really. Um, so, yeah, any way you guys want to help, you're more than welcome. Yeah, I mean, I love this. There's so much that can be done, not even just from, you know, obviously us as eco fashion and clothing, but just uh, just from, you know, just with the planet and with community and just giving back, I think. That's one of the things I know for me and a lot of people that I'm close with and that I know everyone has just realized how much that supporting your community and supporting the people who really are keeping you grounded and having the same viewpoints as you has just helped so many people get through this pandemic that has just changed our lives. So, I mean, it's just I, before I'm, I'll be honest, I hadn't heard of a workshop before coming into eco fashion and just learning so much about you right now has like my mind is just blown by all the things that you're doing to help the community and just help other communities and it's just it's awesome that you're doing something like this man thank you thank you so much it means it means a lot you know and it's definitely for everybody um each one teach one is what i like to say so yeah, yeah, all hands on deck. <laughs> yes. And I guess my last question, unless if you have anything else that you want to put in, would be if you could sum up one key takeaway that you would want to leave the listeners with, what would that be? Hmm. I would say I would leave you all with our Young Business Builders Checklist. Um, it's actually three items, um, but it is our one guiding principle, basically, for us to decide whether or not we want to partake on an activity or a project. Um, so it has to be realistic. It's the first thing. It has to be something that's real, something that we can really do, try with what we have, who we know, what we have access to, what knowledge we have. Um, the second thing is it has to be profitable, um, which means it makes more back than what you put in, whether that's money, time, energy, relationships, whatever. It has to make more back. And then it has to be socially responsible. So it has to help others at the end of the day. So if it hits those three things, then we can consider it as something that we can help scale, participate in, be a part of um, but once it hits those three things we just go into the details of how realistic how profitable how socially responsible it is for us to actually try it 
Um, but I just think that that's a really good guiding principle for, you know, just life and society when trying to balance. So I want to leave you guys with that. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Sean, for taking the time and talking with us and just educating myself. And I know so many of the listeners will learn so much from this. And I know that I'm inspired and I'm sure so many others will be. So thank you so much again. And everyone, if you're in the Richmond area or ever passing through, make sure to check out Workshop RVA. It's on 420 West Broad Street and make sure to follow them on Instagram and Twitter, and I'll link their um, handles in the description below so that, that everyone can follow you and just see all of the amazing things that you're doing for the community. Thank you, thank you, Natalie. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, much love, BCU, Eco Fashion, let's go. Yes, go Rams. Yes. Go Rams. <laughs>